Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Trust in government and in our institutions are at an all time low. That's bled into distrust of other people in many instances. And since today is National Blame Someone Else Day, who should we blame? And what is the difference between having a healthy skepticism and an unhealthy distrust? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. As I said, the trust in government and in institutions in general are an all-time low. Uh, Sadly, that's become distrust in each other, which is what worries me the most. It used to be if the question was asked by someone like Pew Research, they've done this study for many years. It used to be if you were asked the question, do you trust your neighbor? Uh, That was like an 80% number. It's like, yes, of course I trust my neighbor. Uh, Now, sadly, that number is in the low 20s, and among young people, it's even less than that. It's about 18, 19 uh, percent say that they trust their neighbor. Now, America has always had a healthy distrust or a big distrust of big institutions, distant government. Uh, Think back to 1776. uh, There was great distrust in a big faraway government that was slow to respond, quick to tax, way too intrusive. And that's where we began. And so there's sort of always been this healthy skepticism. Uh, We were having a conversation uh, just over the last couple of days. And uh, I love the fact that uh, with our colleagues here at KSL News Radio, we get to have conversations about, well, where where are we? What does that mean? The hallway conversations and the text lines uh, are always such important conversations for me. And we actually came to this, Amanda Dixon pointed this out to me. We talked about uh, the the very well-known line from uh, President Ronald Reagan, uh, who loved to tell the joke uh, about, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. And that was uh, always a guaranteed laugh line that, uh, the you know, the, the line that sends a shiver up your spine is, I'm here from the government uh, and I'm here to help. And... Interestingly, uh, that actually didn't start with Ronald Reagan. Uh, We'll get into the story of that just a little bit. But the one thing that's interesting to me, uh, Reagan, of course, was not the first to use that, but uh, he did definitely popularize it. And then sadly, uh, a lot of people weaponized it uh, to be that everything government was bad. And that's just not that's just not true. And that's just not the case. And that's led to an unhealthy skepticism of government. Government has a role to play, to be sure. And it doesn't mean that we are a nanny state, nor does it mean that it's just, you know, rugged individualism, every person for themselves. Uh, That's not it. We have to get to what is the institution? What is the institution supposed to do? And what does the institution do and the people who are in it or run it or work for it? 
uh, do to promote transparency that builds the kind of trust that allows us to have just a healthy skepticism on some of those things without having an unhealthy level of distrust. Uh, You might remember uh, a conversation I had with Yuval Levin, one of the great thinkers in this country. He was on Inside Sources talking about this distrust in institutions. And I want to go back to this uh, because to me, it, it gives us some really important framing in terms of the conversation we should have today, even though it's National Blame Someone Else Day, uh, we're going to try to get to the bottom of what's the real issue and what's our responsibility in it. Take a listen to Yuval Levin. The heart of a lot of these dysfunctions is a failure of our institutions, and not just a loss of trust in them, though that's crucial, but also a kind of transformation of how we think about what these institutions are for, from family and community and religion uh, all the way up to our national politics. We've gone from thinking of our institutions as existing to form us, to shape our character, to mold us, to thinking of them instead as platforms for performance, places to stand and be seen and take part in the, the, the culture war and in the kind of theater of our politics. So that if you think about the way that people with real responsibilities in our politics and corporate America and the academy and the media and other places – Uh, now behave, they often see the institutions they're part of not as shaping some responsibility for them, but as giving them a stage to build their own personal brand, to build their own following, and to put on a show. That's how too many members of Congress now think about Congress. It's too often how the president thinks about the presidency. But you see it, as I say, in the media. You see it in the academy. We think of everything as just a place to stand and yell. Just having a place to stand and yell, uh, that creates distrust. That creates an unhealthy or fosters an unhealthy skepticism uh, because if everyone is just out there to have their own platform to be seen or to yell and scream what they want to, uh, that's going to undermine confidence. That's going to undermine trust. And to me, that's the the big challenge of our time is that it's easy. It's so easy. Uh, to poke holes and place blame. And again, I know it's National Blame Someone Else Day, uh, but we're not going to do that because when we point fingers and place blame, we're missing the more important conversation. And to me, the more important conversation we should be having, especially as it relates to our institutions, yes, we can have healthy skepticism uh, towards a host of things, all kinds of institutions. Uh, that's not a, I don't have a problem with that at all. That often fosters really good questions that can foster great curiosity. But when we devolve into pointing fingers and placing blame, uh, we lose the narrative, we lose the conversation, and we have no chance of doing anything that's going to advance the conversation or elevate the dialogue and get us to better solutions. And it's it, this is a tough road to hoe. And so we do have to get to this, not uh, just this deep distrust, Uh, We have to work our way back through it, and that's the challenge. And some of it is the shoulder shrugging and pointing fingers and placing blame. We've got a fantastic conversation uh, coming up at 135 with Gregory Wiener from uh, AEI, and you don't want to miss this. Uh, We're going to do it from uh, 135 through the top of the hour, and we're going to dive deep into the separation of powers, how this has devolved over the years, what it actually means, but a lot of it is abdicating power so you can abdicate or avoid consequences so that you can avoid accountability 
And so stay with us for that. That's going to be a really fascinating conversation coming up uh, with Gregory Wiener from uh, AEI. A great article he had in uh, the New York Times recently that will be a part of our discussion for that. So for me, the bottom line is this, and uh, we'll we'll round out the day with this as well. Uh, today is actually the 40th anniversary of Ronald Reagan signing the historic tax cuts in uh, August of 1981. And uh, he has said some interesting things in that that I think are applicable to where we are today and how we can actually move forward. Because what it was really about uh, was not about whether or not we just needed to make government smaller or to cut big government. It's about fixing broken government and making it better. Uh, Lincoln said it best that the role of government, and there is a role for government, is to elevate the condition of men, to lift artificial weights from all shoulders, to clear the paths of laudable pursuit for all, and to afford all an unfettered start and a fair chance in the race of life. And we can trust that. We need to create it. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.